Welcome to the 28th episode of the FXN Final Fantasy Podcast. FXN. FXN. I'm your host, Kyle, and I'm here with Gaming Union Editor-in-Chief, Daryl. Hello. So we're on location here in Tokyo, Japan. Well, just outside Tokyo, I guess. Are we? Prove it. Well... Yeah, Look at the window. Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> it's quite black out there at the moment. Oh, dark. Oh, it's not too dark here. It's always at least you can walk around for. Oh, it's pretty the fact I'm just staring at a building. This is our TGS episode, episode 28. We're coming to you. I guess this is technically the last day of TGS. What? Well, yeah, it ended about five hours ago. Yeah, and we didn't go today because we went for the two press days. Because we got in as press and had awesome times. We did have awesome times. Then we went times. the one. The third day, the first day of uh, the public was allowed in, and it was absolutely crazy. Yeah, like, I'm we still could not tired move. From trying to weed through that. Like just just to put this in perspective, uh, on the press days, the waiting queues for games were about ten to twenty minutes maximum. Right? Tops, yeah, absolutely. And that was, like, the ridiculous on ones. the consumer days, you're looking at an hour and a half just to play. Like, yeah, fifty minutes minimum. Yeah. And that was only for just generic games. Yeah, those were like Western games. You wanted extra Japanese games? Hope a blanket and pillow. Yeah, um, like even even the uh, the big big screen monitors. Like just trying to walk past, uh, which was Namco. That was crazy. Uh, refresh my memory. Uh, when we went from the business section with the shops, and the like, th- that was the first time we went into the consumer section. Yeah, and we tried to walk past the Namco. Oh stand. yeah, yeah. It was like it's take us a about five river minutes. Of yeah, black hair. <laughs> Anyway, if we sound slightly uh, tired, well, uh, this is actually our last day in Japan, and we get to wake up in about six to seven hours to uh, catch our flight. Fun. Fun, yeah. Yeah. We already (laughs) recorded the Kingdom Hearts Union podcast for Tokyo Game Show. We actually did that one from the convention center, well, just outside, and the sun was setting the entire time. It was it was beautiful outside. No, oh, yeah, which I still haven't put online yet, but you, it probably will be by the time this one is. So I mean, currently, we're in our hotel room. Yeah, that's <laughs> <laughs> not quite as exotic. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll sum up how the Tokyo Game Show went as a whole, I guess, afterwards. But this is episode twenty-eight, our Tokyo Game Show uh, discussion podcast. So we have one and only one segment, and that is to discuss uh, Final Fantasy at the Tokyo Game Show. Square Enix had. The biggest booth yeah, there. Yeah, it was bigger than Sony and Microsoft. Anyway, uh, just to remind everybody, this is a uh, this podcast is a production of Gaming Union and also presented by ff-xiii.net. This is a bi-weekly show, so two weeks from when you hear this one, there will be another episode. Probably Yay. episode 29. <laughs> <laughs> well, you'd like to hope so. I, I sure hope so. And we come out on iTunes, GamingUnion.net, and FF-XIII.net. So, you good to uh, hit into our uh, yeah, Tokyo let's, Game let's Show discussion right of Final Fantasiness. Right, so um, Square Enix had a lot of stuff in their booth. As we said, it was the biggest one. But one of the main attractions was Final Fantasy thirteen, And we had to queue for quite a while, even on the business day. So I dread to think what the queue is like on the consumer days because it was yeah, we kind of walked crazy. past it, and there was just like you couldn't tell where the line started because it was just people were everywhere. Yeah, yeah we had to. The way they did it was, um, where with most games, you you know you, there was like three or four consoles. You queued up, and then you know when the person was done, you know then the next person goes on. Whereas with Square Enix, the way that they did theirs. They let in about I don't know, 50 people at a time. And then, you know, you had 
10-15 minutes and then you all got kicked out. We got told pretty much what to do for the most part. You I, did. Well, I, I didn't I, get any. I, I girl got, just kind of stood behind me. Special wasn't treatment. like <laughs> stealing anything or because I had a tripod. And I just kind of sat it right in front of me because you know I didn't want to hold it the whole time I'm trying to play the game or lean it against me. So I just stood there, but it's kind of like right pointed. You could have got permission if you wanted. Maybe. Well, they said we could. Really? Yeah. Why so we it? could take video, but only short amounts. Oh. We just decided not to for some reason. Well, I. I didn't quite process that one. <laughs> Damn. Either way, so there are actually two demos on on display at uh, the Tokyo Game Show. The first one um, gave players control of lightning and hope. Yeah, they were at like a enemy camp called uh, yeah. Parampong. So like the initial cutscene um, that was shown for Final Fantasy Thirteen had all those troops coming down from the, from yeah, the ships yeah. and stuff. You and see the, uh, what's his name, Vet, uh, Yag? Yeah, um, so it's kind of that scenario, and as Carl said, the city that they're trying to infiltrate is called Parom Porom, which players should recognize because it's Final, Final Fantasy IV. Yeah, and so it's kind of a stealth. Um, so you're trying not to be seen by the enemies, but you know, it kind of defeats the whole purpose of playing the game. So you know, I've kind of got seen on purpose. A few yeah, times. that and. Didn't really lend itself well. Yeah, too much. It, like you could jump in a pipe and walk around them, but they they'd see you as you come out, but you just run away anyway, and they'd be like, ah, oh, they're they're too far. We yeah. can't catch up anyway. And as personal gripe, I don't know if Carl agrees, but I didn't think the controls were overly well, great. In all fairness, the camera control but with the right stick, as always, or as per. It, I don't know if you, you know, but or uh, if it was just well, me. Well, okay, no, go ahead. They were inverted. Both I think, ways. I, I was like like controlling an airplane. It's like that with Final Fantasy XII. I, I didn't think that was a problem. It, but it, was, it was more the fact that when you let go, it still carried on moving. And it was really, it was kind of... I didn't mind that. I, I just you couldn't... You complain I, about the inverted, but you don't complain about the fact that it's not... Like, it doesn't do well, it to you. when it's inverted, everything is screwed up. I can't pick apart the minor little details of the motion of the camera if it's just backwards <laughs> in general and I can't... So it's like driving on the left side of the road and complaining about how the speed limit's five miles an hour are different. I would be focusing on how uh, what's going on. That didn't bother me. Yeah, I, I, I was just complaining how how uh, loose it was. It's like when you're playing. Kill, how many people complain about Killzone Two because you know when you stop aiming, the camera carries on moving for a little bit. Yeah, it's like that, but it was a lot worse. I, I, I couldn't. Notice. I, I didn't mind it. I kind of got the hang of it at the end of like okay just think backwards Kyle right is left left <laughs> is right up is down down is up <laughs> it just the the combination of the movement and the camera did not lend itself very well to stealth gameplay because it was very difficult to actually see Be, like of, precise yeah I mean there was a radar but it wasn't very helpful <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> So but that was that. I mean, there are a few a few battles. A uh, few battles just troops. glaze over the battle part. Yeah. Well, I'm sure most people know about the battle system now, but they w- had the new Odin on display. Yeah. The the non non rat face. Oh, <laughs> in, I didn't even I didn't even take a good look to uh, see what the new one looked like, but I I did use him by accident. I was just like, oh, wait, there's a third menu. It's, I think it says summon. Lo and behold, it was Odin. Hmm. And they were also showing off the drive mode. Yeah, which I also mistakenly turned on. Yeah. Which was okay, I guess. I wasn't overly thrilled with it. It was just like, what the hell is going on? This is yeah. like the uh, super power attacks from Final Fantasy Twelve, which are ridiculously uncalled but it's for. Like, cause it's I, I just think like, the, hey, let's kill everything now. The last fight was against those like fat robots. 
Something like that. Which which mission? Uh, Lightning and Hope. Last boss. I didn't get that far with them. No, I did. They have like uh, they they have this thing where they huddle up and they regenerate their health. What Uh, do they look like? They're just fat robots. I suddenly can't remember. Uh, Okay, well, I so I used Odin on them and did the drive mode thing and used to like the ultimate attack and they just kind of stared at me and just carried on doing their thing. Were were they like slimes as well? Uh, maybe. I forget. <laughs> See, TGS is so tapping in. Oh God, we we saw so many stuff, so much stuff. It's you know yeah. we have an excuse for being a bit. Yeah, I've tried like sixteen previews based on games I saw, and a few jot notes I wrote while playing them, and I stopped to write those. <laughs> <laughs> so from memory, after completing the first demo, um, I thought we were just gonna get kicked off. So Me too. I, I just like put my headphones down and started walking off. And they were like, no, 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 no. Really? You have to stay until oh, your time is up. I was all up. impressed with myself because I beat the demo and everyone else was like still like halfway through <laughs> it. Even though when I was running around the camp, I was like, where the hell do I go? Because I I it took me a little little bit to figure I out. I even to stopped type. to get the secret treasure chest in the, in the pipe. So did I. Yeah. Yeah. But um, yeah, the, so the, there was a second demo yeah, as well. Yeah, uh, snow. Yeah. So although everyone was featured in the thing, I, it was kind of weird because, so you're fighting as Snow, Ueba, and Sars, but in the cutscenes, you suddenly morph into Lightning. I wouldn't it, be surprised it, if those, well, I guess those missions wouldn't be side by side. It, well, it, they, it, kind of, it, it basically confirms that you don't have to use Lightning. What, what I'm saying is that part is probably a part where it jumps back and forth between two groups, and then they eventually merge, and they just kind of dropped us off in the middle of that where you start to snow and then meet back up. Well, afterwards, you take snow again when they're all together still because you know with the boss with the uh look like a butterfly or something yeah the weird thing yeah whoever's just walking around doing a thing and yeah. then suddenly gets the crap scared out of her because <laughs> this huge things trying to yeah i kind of saw this like i'm gonna protect you i kept skipping the cutscenes because it's just like there's only limited amount of time i gotta, I gotta get to the end of this <laughs> but I, I didn't yeah I, I killed i killed it the first time and then it ran off and went all electrified and then i got kicked out so uh, what what did you think of the battles? I I don't know. I mean, this is the first time that I've played them. I mean, you, you've played it before, yeah, yeah, of I course, with the, the, with the, the demo. demo. And I I thought that there was a lot of downtime. Like, wouldn't you have to wait for the bar to fill all the way up? I, I thought it felt quicker. Like, the, it felt like the bar was filling up quicker because I, I was really confused because, one, it, it was in Japanese, so yeah. but the menus were different because the first menu, it seemed like it was a quick select of like your favorite move set of like three moves, and then you just select yeah. that because you got to let your bar fill up to three spaces, and then you can use that three move set. So I was really confused. Cause well, Lightning like, had four, which was... Yeah, yeah, four. That, that threw me off at first. I was like, hey, can I select my individual moves? Why is it throwing three in there? And then yeah, I, I think... But I think the, it's the second of... option was like, then you can put together fire attack or whatever you want. I think it's kind of annoying because... Like if you just want to do one small move, you have to wait. You you have to you have to fill up the whole bar. No, no, you didn't. You it, you just had to press triangle to execute your attack without waiting for the bar to fill oh. up. If you only select one, it's just a, they probably didn't really explain that, or you probably didn't catch it because it was in Japanese. Yeah, I, and it I took didn't me know. a while to figure that. I think I, I was just I just demo. filled up the bar, which is why I probably had a lot of downtime because it's like yeah. I press it was, attack it and then I have to wait for the whole square. bar to fill up, and it was yeah language barrier. Yeah. Oops. 
the, the the only thing that threw me off was this preset ones but i i like that you can do that because I, I like preset stuff like i think of call of duty 4 and how i can have my preset weapons and i just jump into battles my favorite yeah. stuff if i have a favorite attack list and it's make, makes it pretty easy just i guess for level grinding so you don't have to keep running fire three times it, it just after. reminded me of final fantasy 12 but slightly different it's it's like the way the combat works because obviously you've got you're controlling one person and then you have two other AI characters, but you can d- decide what type of char- what how you want them to play. So you, that was the um, Omni shift. Yeah. So you can say what you know you want them to be healers or attacking as well and stuff like that. But in terms of actual combat, you know, it's it's slightly different. But well, that and it actually goes to like a battle screen because if you notice. When, say, you drop in, you fight those slimes in the tunnel with lightning and uh, hope. Um, when you fight them, the screen, f- like, fades and then fades into battle. And it's yeah. a w- big, wide open area compared to what you were just in. And same with when you're in the camp and whatnot. Yeah. Well, I guess they had kind of had to do that because the whole battle screen. Yeah, the end. yeah. But 12, they didn't do that. Yeah. But- I meant in terms of the actual combat, like, how it, how it's how it plays out. Well, there's it- no gambits. Yeah. Well, Presets. we don't know. Well, I doubt that. I mean, how the AI just does whatever hell it wants based on yeah. Well, that, the, the that's that's mode. true. I, I I would imagine. Well, okay. Uh, I I'm going to guess that it's more in tune with Kingdom Hearts. Uh, they just Donald and Goofy, where you set up be aggressive, be defensive instead of uh, gambits. That's necessarily a good thing. I I know like nobody like gambits because it took away you actually playing the game and made it not fun i thought the battle system was fun not as fun as i was i was hoping yeah, but because it was all in japanese but that was only because you could sub gambits your own character to do that though yeah i could see the the, the secondary characters having gambits and setting that up it just seems like i, I didn't really like the extensive well, I mean, system of gambits you, like when we got kicked off uh yeah the, the battles were still going on without us playing the game and they yeah. were still winning <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I almost did die, and, the, uh, and I was like, wait, there's probably a cure in here somewhere. Just try everything. <laughs> <laughs> I did get it, though, because I remembered what it said in Cure after a while in Birth by Sleep demo, which we had to play, too. Yes. Summons. What, what did you think of using the summons? I only used Odin. That's the only one I used. I didn't use any I used ones. Shiva. I could. I didn't get to try her on drive mode, though. They just went crazy on the other people. Yeah, I mean, it probably didn't help, that, like especially on drive mode, because... It was just kind of trial and error. Yeah, it felt well. Because the whole menu system changed. Yeah. So it was just like a like a list, and you could select what. Yeah, it was like move you wanted to do, and press I press left and X, and it would like do some crazy thing. And yeah, it didn't I seem just, like I was getting hurt. I just at kind all. of picked the last one, and then he did like the special move, and that yeah, was that, it. Yeah, that was the end of the battle. Yeah, it was alright. I mean, it seemed like just I, the moment of own. And yeah, I mean the, the thing little, that, like excessive. The thing it really reminded me of was Final Fantasy Nine. When the first time you did a summon, like there was like a minute long. Yeah, you could actually uh, skip that. Yeah. I, I just mashed all the buttons. It's like, come on, I don't want to see this again because I use it on like three separate battles. I, I, I really hope they do like nine where you can turn it off. Yeah. You just, so they just instantly summon because otherwise it's going to get kind of annoying. Can you do that in 10 as well? Just go to the short summons? I don't think they were that long anyway, the yeah. summon sequences. Yeah, summoning Odin was like, throw them up. And then, okay. you know, it has to go. Going to drive, there we go. Going to drive mode again. Yeah, and then you yeah. got to do the ballet dance again. It was nice the first time, but yeah, <laughs> after a while you could, yeah, yeah, especially if you're in intense fight, it's yeah. not really what you want to, you know, it kind of really breaks up the action. So, so what do you like most about it? I liked kind of how how fluid it was. Yeah, I, agree. I mean, it probably wasn't as fluid for me playing as it was for you because I didn't know about the whole you could do commands when you wanted. Yeah, you're supposed to have the weight. 
but I can see the system works a lot nicer because like for example with snow you know I was doing like you, you can combine magic attacks with like uh, melee attacks and, right and especially with the other characters just doing their own thing you know you don't have to worry about things and it's it's nice I guess it's that's, nice yeah. Well, yeah. I agree that's what I like too the the uh, fluidity and the flow and I, I it felt like it kept my attention the entire time wasn't yeah. like uh, I kind of grind through this, but then again, it was like a first time. I mean, the only, the the only complaint I had a bit was that, form. like in the tougher battles, it may not be great to have less control. Yeah, because I mean, in the like twelve, you could set up the gambit, so you had uh, like um, yeah, like little. If you drop below this, you'll get healed. Yeah, um, and in the other games, of course, you, you could control the different characters, so you could do your own strategies. And yeah, in, if in thirteen, if you're if you have to rely on the AI for like difficult situations it might not be the best thing i i hope they just open it up so you can pl- control each character though i can see that those fights are really fr- like quick if you have to control each character you just have to be like flying through that yeah yeah which would be kind of crazy i was also happy with the graphics i didn't have i didn't have any, any beefs with them I, I, <laughs> I like them quite a lot and they're they're to a great standard i think yeah they look good yeah especially the cutscenes. Like, um, we'll talk about more we'll, of the we'll trailer get in a second, further. but yeah. Uh, dislike camera. Yeah. Uh, the control, the movement controls, I just did not like at all. I mean, I don't know why it just, it just didn't feel, it didn't feel like it should. I, I don't know. I don't, I, I don't really know how to describe it. It's like in 12, when you, when you move, it moves the way you think it would move. Uh, in most of the other, like Final Fantasy games, it does the same in in 13 it just seemed like what you what you were telling the characters to do wasn't necessarily what it was doing yeah they're trying it's like they're trying to make the camera stylish yeah it's just, it was just a bit annoying it's like it was it had a little bit of uh like you know how air hockey puck flies around uh air hockey yeah. table because it's got a little error to it it's kind of like what it was biggest surprise biggest surprise was them telling me to go back to the demo when i finished it <laughs> <laughs> for me uh I can't really. Well, I, I was happy that there was two demos to play. I'm glad yeah, I got to play I everybody. Yeah, I expect that. Yeah, but then like they didn't give you enough time to finish both. Things. Yeah, I was kind of rushed. I like I'd seen all the trailers, so I'd seen all these cutscenes before. So I was just <laughs> like, okay, that looks familiar. Skip. <laughs> I think I, the girl beside me was like, "Don't do that." <laughs> I was like, "Don't worry about it." Um, We're pros. After we finished the demo, though. Oh, oh, one more thing i i didn't quite enjoy it as much as i was like hoping i would i think it was just because the opportunity to actually get my mitts on it and I'm, i've been excited for final fantasy 13 since it was announced yeah and I'm, I'm sure that they will be doing i mean this the, the version we played is not going to be the final version yeah hope not <laughs> <laughs> it, it was still really fun and it feels like we were doing like over a thousand damage with attacks weren't we yeah it was yeah it's the same with most demos. You know? Yeah, you're they kind re- of match really it. overpowered. Yeah, that's true. I, and when you get to that stage in the actual game, you'll be like, "Why can't I do the same amount of damage as I was doing true. in the demo?" That's true. That's true. It seems like it's poised to be really, really fun. Yeah, I mean, I mean, as long as the story is great, which is where twelve kind of fell down, the the gameplay you can well, kind of look past. Personally, oh, to a degree. I mean, twelve. It was like. Some people didn't even have to... They could set their controller down on the table when they fought the final boss and just watch it go. And I was like, well, that's fun. You feel like it achieved something by... Yeah, but then on the same token, you know, people level up to level 100 and then it's not exactly a challenge either. Yeah, but it's... Oh, I'm just pressing the X button to attack. <laughs> Great. You could just put, use an auto-fire pad. That's true. But, no. You can still usually have fun with it. 
Anyway, after we had we played the demo, uh, they funneled us into a little uh, mini theater. Like it was there. the it was the new closed mega theater. Yeah, it was the people hold signs up and yell at us. Yeah, <laughs> do not use cameras. Do not use anything. No, no voice. No, you yeah. weren't even allowed to record voice. Yeah, and there was cameras watching us. Yeah, it's like do not breathe. We yeah. will find out if you're breathing and kill you. Yeah, we'll take out your lungs through your <laughs> mouth. But um. And we actually, after I'm the 13 demo. Yeah, actually let us look at it. I know. I, I thought they were going to make us hold our hands over our faces. After the 13 demo, we didn't actually watch. We kind of just left because we'd already seen it after we played Birth by Sleep. Yeah. But when we went and saw it after Birth by Sleep, they had like this trailer reel of 13 uh, uh, versus Agito and all the Kingdom Hearts. And I think the Dissidia. Yeah, uh, Universal Tuning. Whatever the hell. The it's just is. the Western version released in Japan again. Yeah, pretty much. But uh, I thought I'd let you talk about the Final Fantasy Thirteen trailer because you probably remember it compared to me, who I remember bits really and bobs. Remember I remember the impression I had at the end of it, which was wow. Yeah, uh, Snow's beard. Yeah, wow. Snow's, I mean, most that people is, that is detail. Most people who know me from these podcasts know that I'm not necessarily the most positive of person. So if I'm saying that I was seriously impressed, that's gotta mean something i mean during the during when we were watching as kyle like i just kind of said we were you know we were commenting on how how amazing like the cg graphics were and i and i couldn't help but think that you know in the last podcast i was saying how square enix used to be the leader in graphics and you know they're kind of uh falling behind but after seeing that <laughs> i i'm gonna have to take my words back <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was very impressive and the cutscenes look good and it lent itself well to uh looking like it's going to be an inspiring story and yeah i even though it was just um a, like a collection of different scenes i felt myself getting emotionally attached which is kind of strange for a trailer yeah it was, wasn't overly long it was a couple of minutes i think well i think it was probably about five or six yeah i was just kind of staring at the screen because i was making notes for all the other ones and i was like i'm not going to make notes for this one stare <laughs> <laughs> but um any other impressions on 13 overall um, I, th- I think i had a good showing yeah i mean after seeing that like after playing the demo i was kind of you know maybe yeah maybe you know it's, it's yeah it's still gotta convince me but after seeing the trailer i was like i want to play this game right now yeah yeah <laughs> pretty much <laughs> Uh, we also saw that this should be short too versus Nagito because the trailers were short and one wasn't even a trailer. Yeah, versus so he... 13 came first and it was just uh, basically some, some random person at Square Enix filming a computer screen that had versus running on it in a very, very, very early stage. Yeah, and there's a bit of, you know, I guess controversy about this because Square Enix stated beforehand there would be no versus shown and no Agito shown. So... You know, when we find out after day one of TGS that Versus is being shown, we were like, hey, we should probably try and check that out. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, we went in there and, and uh, it was very uninspiring. They, were, I think they were just trying to show that it it's not a hoax. It does exist. It's well, not based just on that footage, it could have just been some university student. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's true. Uh, it, it really reminded me of Final Fantasy XII. Um, so it was effectively... Um, Noct- I, I made a few notes. But oh, what we basically okay. saw was uh, the Noctis. prince, Noctis, uh, looking quite crudely in uh, a dark city and also a forest and a field. I think those are the three environments we saw him in. But 
dark. It it kind of reminded me of like Tuscany. Well, it was it was like a city, but at night. Yeah, it was like it was like um like um Tuscany, short city streets like you'd see in uh, Italy or Spain or something yeah. like that. Like, um, but there wasn't really much going on. Uh, it was just kind of him walking. Yeah, along it, along long. It seems street. like he was floating a bit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for some reason his face was in the bottom right corner. Yeah, they were showing his facial animations, but you couldn't see them in the actual screen. Yeah, it, it, was, it was strange. Bit, yeah, and the animations itself were really not that great. I, I'm not even sure why they really showed that. Other, no, other than I mean it exists, but yeah, I, I don't need convincing that it exists. <laughs> but it also showed that it's gonna be. Again, like it's, I think it's probably going to be more like twelve. It's in terms you, of you walk around the battles because they had like a zoo flying in the in the sky, which he walked up to, and that was yeah, yeah, and probably the probably haven't coded battles yet. Yeah, <laughs> but eh, I mean, I, I, if I were them, I wouldn't. Yeah, have I mean, it, I but... I looked around the, all the Japanese people, and and it was mainly confusion. Yeah, it was like this is versus. <laughs> But I mean, it's so early. It's... I just don't understand why they do it because, um, I mean, I haven't really seen any press from it. But the reaction isn't going to be that great. And after all the like momentum that versus is built up, and I know they kind of just like chopped his shins off for me. I was just like, well, like I'm so psyched because like it looks like it's going to be a sweet story. I was just, but, but I was watching, that, I was like, what? is this exactly yeah because at the back of your mind you're thinking wait if the final product actually looks like this but it won't it, it'll look no hopefully better. it'll look <laughs> like what the cutscenes they've shown look like but i'm like if they've well that already... was the first that was the first ever time they'd shown in-game footage the, well they showed in-game cutscenes before but it seemed that those are probably more manufactured Pretty rendered yeah. for, uh, or something Ta- target renders yeah or I don't know, because he did not look remotely like what he does in the in-game cutscenes we've seen between him and Satella. I mean, Satella. the other thing we, is we don't actually know when it was taken. Yeah, that too. We don't, we don't know I mean, when the video was shot. Yeah, two years ago. Yeah. <laughs> I can't see them doing that, though. Yeah, I'd be within the last year. Anyway. It was just random. It was random. Random. And that's about sums that up. Yeah. Uh, and they showed a Guido for a second as well, which was basically just some a bit of the trailer we've already seen before of some CG map with fire ships flying over yeah and but then it was basically somebody or uh some army invading a school or an academy or a castle or something and then showed a bunch of gameplay in-game stuff which actually did quite good it looked like a lot of yeah. fun um i mean the it effectively looks as though i mean on everyone's seen the agito poster yeah which has all the different people and it looks like you're gonna be able to use all of them yeah and you know they're all gonna have their own unique styles but it 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 looks like Crisis Core, but it was it looked so much more in depth. Yeah, yeah. Like um, you could uh, go in first person mode and like shoot people who were standing on like balconies and and things like that. And it looks like you have a party as well. Yeah, it's it's online uh, play together. Yeah, I my, my note I wrote in my little book was Kingdom Hearts Birth by Sleep. Or no, well, King Hearts in general times Crisis Core times Monster Hunter. <laughs> I think that's their formula for this one. Yeah, I, and it's just a formula for well, success. Well, I, I think I, I wrote an article about it. You know, they had yeah. uh, Crisis Core, and then uh, Dissidia did a little bit better. But you know, I think Crisis Core and Dissidia are sitting number five and four in terms of sales. Beats me. Whereas Monster Hunter have got the top three, and Agito is going to be the one that's going to try and break the Monster yeah, Hunter stranglehold. Like, yeah, there you go. That's that's the plan. I, I'm rooting for it. It looks like fun, and, and I've been enjoying the. Oh, yeah, I haven't played the PSP yet, has but... got some really decent games coming out. 
Yeah, we were talking about it earlier, and we've kind of given a lot of eights recently to PSP games. Um, yeah, gaming union. and it's probably going to be a few more as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of which, uh, that's about tops it off for Final Fantasy at uh, the Tokyo Game Show 13 versus Nagito. There were probably like mobile stuff, but we didn't play those. Well, that was the Crystal Bearers as well. Yeah. But you know, it's, yeah, it's coming out in like a month or two anyway. So. Yeah, we don't really talk about the Crystal Chronicles series anyway. <laughs> <laughs> it's just an aside. No one cares about it. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much it. Although I did play the GameCube version to death. Yeah. I don't know if anyone else did, but I did. Now, uh, as everybody else probably realizes, and is probably wondering why we haven't talked about it, but Dissidia came out in September. Well, uh, August in North America. 29th, yeah, August. 29th. August 28th or 9th or something. And uh, we haven't really mentioned it on the FXM podcast. Uh, we were promised a review copy from Square Enix, so I was like, "Okay, I'll just, well, we I'll, both were." Yeah, and so I was like, oh, "I'll just, uh, I'll just wait till I get that review copy, then we'll do like a special episode." But Square Enix had like um, a backup in their products, apparently. Yeah, they had they had a problem <laughs> with their stockist. Yeah, but apparently it's sorted out now. And while I was at TGS, they arrived at the office, so uh, I now have Dissidia waiting back in Canada for me. But Daryl got his from Square Enix before we left so this whole trip Daryl's been also hacking through uh, Dissidia and yep. finished it sort of and so while attending TDS I've also managed to clock about 30 hours on Dissidia somehow. yeah and I got like 20 hours into Disgaea 2 on PSP but anyway you wrote your review so I thought I'd put in a little plug for it before I get my copy play the hell of it and then we'll do a Dissidia episode excluding sounds David. good because <laughs> David is the one, the number one. He just one. wants to crap yeah, on it. Yeah, he just yeah he hates the whole concept. Yeah, because he haven't even, hasn't even played it. But we ended up giving it. Uh, I, no, I'll I'll leave that till. Uh, I was about to say the review score, but we'll save the end. So uh, yeah, four minutes. Just talk about Dissidia. Um, God, I don't even know what to say. Uh, I wrote uh, like a fourteen hundred word review on about it, but <laughs> <laughs> premise. It's, uh, we uh, all know it's a Final Fantasy fighting game. It's got the villains and the yeah. Heroes. I mean, do you want me to just go through my review or uh, just do a short take on it? Okay. Well, how do battles? Yeah, it, it had good parts and bad parts. I mean, the battles. It's it's like a, a fighting game, I guess, but there's a brave system as well. So yeah, Colin was telling me earlier when you were complaining about the having to level up for stuff that it's not really an action game. It's, it's an RPG. Yeah, which is why I think in my conclusion I put it. It's confused about what it wants to be. Yeah. Because um, like, it's cloud in the Walmart. <laughs> It's. I don't know what it's like necessarily when you're playing against other people because I don't know anyone here in Japan who has Dissidia and I can play local multiplayer with. There's probably a lot. I mean, yeah. just go outside. <laughs> Everybody's walking around with either a PSP, a DS, I don't think or they a work. humongous cell phone. I don't think they work, though. Oh, that's true. It's not cross-compatible. Damn it. But either way, um, when you're playing against AI, if you're going up against uh, someone who is 8 or 10 levels higher than you, you're basically going to lose because... Not only do their stats increase, but their skill level increases as well, which basically means it's very hard to hit them. And if they hit you, you generally die. Even if you're great at defending and being... Uh, yeah, I mean, hitting them. Hitting is... them. But there's still the elements of uh, their defense versus your Yeah, I mean, like, and I when I was playing... It's uh, a character near the, near the start. I, I decided to take on one of the uh, the the harder people that you can find on on the map, and it's like you hit them for about two damage, 
and you know they're doing about 200 to you it's not it's not really all that fair so it's like no matter how good you actually are at the game yeah you're, you're not going to get really far the leveling up which i think is a bit frustrating yeah because i don't necessarily like leveling up it's not something i grinding in a fighting game just seems strange yeah i i mean i try and go through as far as i can without having to level up and i got pretty far i got stuck on the end boss which is quite annoying and you go you find all these people that are saying oh you know the end boss is really, really easy. Yeah, it's like so, like a yeah. level 100. Yeah, it's after like you're, you're level 100. What do you expect? I mean, try doing it at level 30. Let's <laughs> <laughs> see how well you do. So uh, what about the story? S- stories. Stories. <laughs> well, to be honest... All right, so Square Enix made all these bold claims about I know, how... twice as the, much dialogue. Yeah. <laughs> it's Crisis Core. <laughs> and I don't know if I missed something, but <laughs> it's a load of... Dog like, yeah. something. Dog yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, so each character has their own storyline and there are five chapters to each person's individual story. And you get story at the in between each one. But they're really. Yeah. But no, no, each level. Oh, okay. No, each fight. Each chapter? Yeah. How many fights to a chapter? Um, it depends. Sometimes there are none. Sometimes there can be like four or five. The, the story that's shown is generally really pointless. It's. Like the character, yeah. I mean, the characters are facing their own personal demons, and it will be uh. something really, really stupid, like Zidane going, "Oh, um, I want to race you to find my crystal," and Bart's going, "Oh, that sounds great." End of cutscene. <laughs> so yeah, thanks for the development there. I, I really learned a lot more. Or you get, um, you know, I, I don't I think I don't think it's really going to spoil anything. But Zidane, my hero. Yeah, Cloud's story is all about him being insecure and indecisive. No. You know, and uh, he I has they cleared that up in he has no Kingdom reason to fight. He just doesn't know why he's doing it, and he doesn't trust anyone. And uh, so he gets separated from the rest of the group, and Sephiroth appears, and he's like, oh, you know. You don't know how to find your crystal, do you? Uh-huh. Oh, you did that in 7, Final Fantasy Tactics, Kingdom Hearts 1, Kingdom Hearts 2, and now this, plus the original stuff. Yeah, so he's like, well, I'm going to give you an incentive. So it turns out he's, he's stolen something. And so Cloud's like, oh, I've now got a reason to fight. I'm going to get that back for my friend. <laughs> and then when he gets it back, Sephiroth's like, oh, you, I see you found your crystal. Well, you couldn't have done it without me, puppet. <laughs> I was like, I'm not a puppet. I could do it on mine if I want. Yeah, <laughs> lovely yeah. story. Yeah, overall. But yeah, so each they like, it's even worse because like okay, so uh, Zidane, uh, Bart's, and I think Squall travel around in a group. Although Squall kind of goes off and does his own thing half the time because he's yeah he likes being alone. It's yeah you can only depend on yourself. Yeah, this is a personal space. Yeah. <laughs> Don't touch me, please. But uh, So it, when you play through those stories, you're basically seeing the same story from a different perspective. So you'll see some of the same cutscenes again, but they'll be slightly different. So after playing through all 10 storylines, um, I then went on to the actual story, which just is really random. And it turns out, you know, the end, the main guy, yeah, he's not really that evil. Aww. I feel uh, bad for the guy. He just uh, he just wants to put an end to everything, and you know. <laughs> I, I sympathize. Sometimes I just want to destroy everything. Yeah. Because you know I'm upset. 
There's a lot of suffering. He just wants to end suffering. Yeah, you, you know, there's lots of good in the world, but there's also a bit of suffering. So if and he you also want to tells get rid of that. You just got to he, he also everything. tells us about a dream he had. Really, you know, where he was uh, a kitten. He was good friends with his oh. nemesis. Oh, and he was like, "Well, that was an interesting dream." Yeah. <laughs> entirely unplausible that could happen if i did something about it <laughs> yeah so um the story in terms of final fantasy lots great um i didn't really care i yeah i just didn't care this should make for a great discussion episode when we roll around to that <laughs> <laughs> i entirely disagree cloud really touched my heart <laughs> chaos is the best bad guy ever oh man oh, uh, speaking of that as I well the the, the bad guys um they do have appearances but as i was t- telling kyle on our long walk to the train station daily <laughs> yeah um it's kind of insignificant can you remember anything that i said kyle yeah like they're not half as evil as they are in their own respective titles some of them are actually trying to help yeah i know my name is x death and all but you can live he actually did that at some point (laughs) yeah it's like oh well they're gonna end up in the void eventually i guess you can pass i won't take pleasure in killing you like i normally would you're too weak (laughs) and and yeah onion knight's like oh i totally outwitted that guy (laughs) (laughs) yo terra ain't i the hot stuff (laughs) thank you terra does sound about 12 yeah she looks about 12 too yeah and kefka just like his hey let's destroy everything you would be good you used to Come on. Yeah. And then he just lies to her and she's like, oh, that happened? It's like, yeah, let's trust the big are we, are we just going to spoil the whole storyline? <laughs> oh, yeah. It is so integral to the game. We're just making my, fun of things. Sorry. My, my favorite part is the emperor. He has this whole master plan how he's like playing all of the other bad guys. You know, they're just... He's even playing which Chaos. Final, which, which Final Fantasy is, uh, is he from? Two. Two? Okay. Uh, so he's playing everyone, including the guy he's working for. Ah. And he's like, oh, I'm going to become even more powerful than the gods themselves and then you beat him in a battle and he's like yeah <laughs> damn it <laughs> you screwed up my plans you yeah. dick <laughs> you can rock cloud <laughs> okay so uh, in the end what did you give it i gave an eight because what yeah i like that doesn't this sound like the story is kind of we crappy. Were just yeah. What's <laughs> a fighting game? But the what, game, yeah. a fighting game that has a, so in terms a of a fighting game, it's actually really good. And you know, if you're playing against someone else, like not AI, I could imagine it being really, really fun. Yeah, and you can actually. Uh, as yeah. I was talking to uh, our, my good buddy Craig. Um, you can actually export the videos. Yeah. To from a- fights and put it on YouTube. Yeah. I can't wait to try that. I'm sure you'll have lots of fun. Yeah, Craig and I will just be like, yo, let's play as Cloud Sethroth for like the 150th time. <laughs> and videotape it. Yay! <laughs> <sighs> I'm just kidding. No, you're not. No. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm, I'm sure we'll, uh, you know, if it's not just me ragging on it in the next episode, I'm sure there'll be a few more opinions. They may not agree with me, they may well, not. Well, I did lean over and say, ooh, a cutscene. <laughs> what the hell is going on? <laughs> Every time, <laughs> except for the one where he's like, I think it was in a commercial. It wasn't a commercial. It was like, and I'm you and you're me. And I was like, what? Yeah, it's Garland. Stop tripping out, man. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, and I think that really wraps it up for this episode. There was news this past month, but all it really focused on was screens of stuff we saw at the demo. Other screen scans from and magazines. Yeah, I mean, there was the release date, which we covered in the last episode. Yeah, and 
We basically well, there was a theme song announced. There, they also there also was some news about Lightning's younger sister, uh, Sarah. Sarah, who's the long cluster confusion between this. Is there a Sarah that actually exists, or are they talking about Orbit Day Vanille and they're just confusing her name or something? But yeah, because it, she, technically she was announced like a year or so yeah, ago. <laughs> yeah, technically we've been talking about Lightning's younger sister without knowing it forever. Sarah, no, that's that's uh, Vanille. Yeah, and just to make no, it even not. more complicated, of course, she's, she's Snow's... En- she's engaged to Snow. Yeah, yeah but she's this uh, pretty girl. They had this huge CG render of her. I was just like, can I take that poster home? <laughs> oh, wait, it wouldn't fit in my house. Uh, Damn. But um, they, I love the fact they have similar hair. Yeah. What's up with cute. that? Cute. <laughs> yeah. And now I understand why lightning punches Snow in the face. Yeah. So just enthusiastically because before you thought it may have been some conflict about what they're fighting for but no No. just you're doing my sister (laughs) (laughs) i've I've had it up to here (laughs) i know you've had it up to there look snow (laughs) (laughs) snow i just gotta stretch you out okay i punch you in the face now (laughs) if i find out you've been cheating oh that's it whoa that's it that's uh you you i got my materia yeah, and of course, you know, Hope, he, he gets a little bit antsy in one of the cutscenes as well. Which one? Hope, uh, the one where Snowy's like chilling out on the side of the boat and Hope suddenly just freaks out. And oh, yeah. Blows him off the side of the boat. What's up with that? I know. And then the one, and I I know like every fangirl from Final Fantasy will love it when Snow walks out without a shirt on. And oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just like, oh, they're, they're totally selling to their audience right here. Just totally. And it was a long cutscene, too. They showed this in the yeah. trailer, and it's like, wow. Yeah, because they is... really drew out because they had all the, the laser sights on him. Yeah, and then like, oh, Yarg so walks up to him and goes, like, oh, no, it's, he's cool. <laughs> yeah. It's cool. It's like Mr. Heroic all of a sudden. So I, I, I before when I thought Snow, and I, I still think this, it, it was a big doofus. And I was like, they're going to make this guy this, the strong, cool guy. They totally are. And, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was I st- hoping it wasn't him. He's like the big surfer dude to me. The big- I still think there's going to be some more playable characters to be announced today because they got six at the moment, right? Well, 12 had six. True. Which was disappointing. And it's only a few months out. But there could be. I mean, like, maybe they'll have a secret character. Yeah. I mean, if we take Dissidia, for example, you know, they were announcing characters like a couple of weeks before the release. That's true. And I don't know in the past if they've generally revealed every single character before the game comes out they did in 12 i mean we all knew about like we the only people we didn't know about were guest characters we knew about like that's the main six because they're everywhere for a few years <laughs> <laughs> well i did have five years of development yeah hey so did 13 <laughs> yeah well <laughs> all right uh well in all tgs was like super fun first time in japan and all my friends now hate me for going to japan except for like my my former college teachers who are like way to go kyle yeah. <laughs> oh yeah one last thing we saw the white ps3 yeah i took pictures yeah with, light, with pink light, lightning pink lightning and there's little action figures that took macro shots it's like, like grease lightning but pink yeah i i wouldn't mind owning that but i would want to kickstand 250 gig as well yeah that's pretty sweet but it's probably gonna be expensive as hell yeah. just for a, re- a review console <laughs> 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 we'll uh give it away in a competition Hi, Screenix Japan. Can you... Uh, can I know you, we yeah. don't have any coverage in Japan in your language. The podcast. It's true. Like 25% of the FXN listeners are Japanese. Shout out to all our Japanese listeners. Heck yeah, you guys. Thank you. Really, I don't quite catch why you're listening, but if you speak English and understand what we've been saying these past 28 episodes plus, <laughs> then uh, all the power to you. And, and if we saw you around, then, you know. Then that was cool. It was nice to see you in my peripheral. 
<laughs> Should have said hi. Well, or konnichiwa. Or konbanwa. Whichever one you want to. There were actually do. Final Fantasy XIII cosplayers there. Quite impressive. Yeah, well, they were rival cosplayers. I know. They were like, because there was like freaking like seven enormous halls in between the halls were open areas and they posed in there. I didn't see any male cosplayers though. No. Well, there was a cloud, but... I thought it was a woman. There were a couple clouds. There <laughs> usually is. <laughs> the weirdest thing popular. though was when... Right, so there was one section which was lightning, snow, and urba. And they're and, taking pictures of yeah, each they're other. Yeah, they're taking pictures of each other. And it was like people trying to get pictures of them. They're like, yeah, screw you. I'm just going to take a picture of my friends. However, stereotypically... The cosplay that got the biggest interest I know, and was like a 13-year-old Japanese schoolgirl. Yeah, from no particular series. It looked like she could have just walked off the school bus, just standing there looking, doing her poses. Literally, like the, there was a full semicircle of yeah. photographers. There were literally like 50 or 60 people. Yeah, and this whole place was packed. Like I, I go to Otakon and we went to E3. TGS on public day was like packed oh my everywhere. God. Actually, that reminds me, I know we're seriously getting off time here, but we went to the, Kyle had the bright idea, you know, I wanted to go to the Square Enix shop on one of the business days when there were no queues. Kyle's like, no, no, we're just going to consume it. It'll be be fine. So we go, we arrive there and the queue is ridiculous. There must have been about five, six hundred people in the queue for the Square Enix store. They they probably were just like threw their sign for wait time in the garbage. (laughs) Everyone was just standing in there playing their DSs and whatever. Yeah. And then they get to the counter like, oh my God, yay. And, <laughs> and there was actually one uh, non-Japanese person serving on the tills. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, we were going to uh, attempt to flash our press badge around, but then we kind of like, that's probably not going to work. Yeah, that's just going to be... <laughs> press. Those guys are douches. Uh, these guys also have money, so is your money better? Probably not. <laughs> I want to do coverage on your products. We're, we'll review them. Yeah. <laughs> Though it did, our press badges did, did work to get us in for Left 4 Dead 2 and Assassin's Creed 2. That was sweet. Yes. I got a Left 4 Dead 2 poster or t-shirt. Yes. Which we'll probably give away on Gaming Union. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we should wrap this up. It'll be like 50 minutes long now. And everyone who uh, complained about the shorter shows, this is a love letter to you. Yeah, yeah. Don't worry. Uh, before this episode, while well, I was like packing up, because like, I'm all packed now. Daryl's crap is all over the floor, but... um. <laughs> I'm a last minute kind of guy. Yeah, I I have to pack my bag very neatly. But um, what was I talking about? I think you were going to talk about how you were going to say the show is going to be 20 minutes. Oh yeah, we we listened to this a few pot. Uh, we had podcasts going all day while we were working on stuff because we didn't go to Tokyo Game Show today because that would be completely useless and we'd probably get trampled to death because we'd get tired in the first hour because we've been tired this whole week and then we'd just fall so down. Backache from all the, the stuff we've been getting. Yeah, we have a lot of free stuff. That was sweet. Not not as much like. Stuff that's outside of books and posters, but other stuff is like much from Gamescom. Jeez. Yeah, I'm going next year, man. Anyway, uh, we listened to uh, episode 16 and episode 24, a bit of that before, and and I kind of miss the special stuff we used to do when I had time. But uh, it's a commodity that is yeah non-existent. <laughs> so uh, you're people are always free to shoot us ideas for uh, special things to do. And I'll eventually I'll get swayed to do a special episode when I'm feeling completely crazy. Well, maybe we've got the delusional one coming up soon. That's true. That's 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 true. If you guys want some uh, any special requests for Decidia or ideas, like I was listening to the Crisis Core one, and I always liked how I do the cutscenes thing. We could talk about. Well, that was a ridiculous cutscene. <laughs> See. So what did you learn in that cutscene? Oh, well, Cloud never learns. <laughs> 
Anyway, okay. Well, uh, that's kind of trailing on. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. Titus hates his father. No way. I know. I was totally not expecting that. You weren't taken back? Oh. <laughs> okay. Well, the FXN Final Fantasy Podcast is a production of Gaming Union and is also presented by ff-xiii.net. We come out every two weeks which is bi-weekly. People often get confused and think bi-weekly either means twice a week or... Twice a month. Something like that. But bi-weekly means every Some, someone other actually week. Someone bi-weekly. Bi no, bi... bi they said uh, uh, bi-monthly. Bi and they come out twice, twice a month. <laughs> That's not Bi-monthly would be every other month. Semi-monthly is twice a month, which we used to be, which I would never use that term anyway. But we are bi-weekly, come out every two weeks on Mondays. This will be out probably Tuesday because I'm going to fly tomorrow. I'm going to edit it on the plane. You never know. I have like a 14-something hour flight. <laughs> so If you don't fall asleep. I will fall asleep, but I can't sleep for 14 hours straight. So <laughs> You almost did on the way out here. <laughs> True. Jet lag. Nevertheless, our next episode will be in two weeks. Uh, Kingdom Hearts Union is our Kingdom Hearts podcast, which goes on alternating weeks with fxn so uh a week from now you can listen to kingdom hearts union yep, but we did a special episode for that as well which will yep, come out this and we week. talked all about uh birth by sleep and we also talked about a potential competition we have coming up yeah which we actually went to a party uh last night which is awesome uh, uh I was talking, talking about the Kingdom Hearts competition. Oh well okay well we got too many competitions too I'm just getting confused. <laughs> we got competitions coming out of our ears. Yeah. Yeah, well, you want to do... Which one do you want to do? Well, Kingdom Hearts, I guess. Okay, well, it's not set in stone yet, but we should be having a competition for Kingdom Hearts 358 for two days. At uh, least for Europe. We can't confirm North America yet. Yeah. Hopefully, it will be for both. Um, and hopefully, we'll be giving away some interesting things, not just the games. I'm not sure if we'll even be able to give away the game, but uh, maybe some figurines and other collectible things that you can't necessarily buy that easily. Yeah. And also... Um, I'll get to our coolest competition last, but real quick, uh, we finally got our Dissidia prize packs in. Thank goodness. That was getting yes. kind of like stressful, <laughs> but we had, we have our winners. I didn't want to uh, announce anything before we actually had the prize packs from our supplier, uh, because then I'd be shooting myself in the foot if everything fell through, but, uh, it didn't. So it didn't. it's good, <laughs> yes. but we selected our winners and we told them when they won a while ago. Uh, which were uh, Cody from Illinois, uh, Sam from New Brunswick, Canada, which is a maritime province, which is on the East Coast, and I've been there. It's a lovely place. And Emily from Virginia won our bonus prize. Which For being was, a gaming union member. And won the draw. And she was... I don't know if she's replied yet. <laughs> <laughs> well, isn't uh, it's Marina's friend, isn't it? Uh, coincidentally, it's yeah. a friend of Marina's, who is a friend of ours and works on gaming. Which just shows to show that anyone can win yes even if you're indirectly friends of ours <laughs> <laughs> as long as you're not our family <laughs> or work for us but uh yeah we also wrapped up our disgaea competition which uh we talked a lot with niece about and it's uh, been a huge success yeah oh man hilarious and it's led to another competition which uh, is oh which... it might be worth stressing as well i mean um I know people 
think that it's just us that views the entries, but actually, like, we showed the entries to oh Nice themselves. And, yeah. You know, we were talking to the president of Nice about the competition, and he was yeah. really excited about yeah, it. Yeah, Nice America, president of Nice. I got an interview with him about the new Disgaea Infinite game, sort of game. I don't really know if they qualify as a game for that, but nevertheless, he, he liked it. We showed it to Nice America president. He liked it. He already, he already knew about it because he's in the office with Nice America's press relations. And he was just like shaking my hand like crazy because he loved it so much. And we're going to send them all the entries of who the top five, which we'll yeah, go and, to publish on Game. And I think shortly. it's worth stressing as well. You know, the more so people, much stuff worth yeah, stressing. The, <laughs> the more people that enter these competitions, the more competitions we can do and the bigger prizes we can give away. Yes. And even if you think your odds are slim of winning, I, I disagree because it's not like we get like 5,000 entries for these. Yet. Yet. Yeah, your chances will be slimmer when we have 5,000 entries, but then we'll just have more, pri- more prizes. Yeah, and we're going to try and do bonus prizes whenever you can. So, you know, even if you don't have the best ability to achieve the objective, you can still... Nest, well, you can still try and win the bonus prize just for, just for entering. Yeah, just for being a member of yeah. Gaming Union. But also, we try to make them fun. We learned with our Decidia, or yeah, Decidia one, it wasn't overly fun, though our winners had great entries and they were funny. Most people weren't so funny. But with the Nice one, like, I was like laughing every time we got an entry in. And now I can't wait for our next competition. Not, not King Hearts, but do you want to talk about this? Uh, I'll let you go. You, you seem quite excited okay, about it. Okay, I'm not sure how much I want to reveal, but we were talking. We, uh,. Well, well, actually, it's a matter of public knowledge that there was a, a Nice slash, not Nice, uh, uh, Tecmocoe uh, party. And we may have a competition coming up related to a product that they have released or are releasing very soon. Yeah. Should I not say any more about what it is? No? <laughs> uh, I think we can let people speculate. Speculate? What, what's Tecmocoe coming out with recently? Yeah. Uh, either way, this competition will be for both North America and Europe. So all the Exciting European prizes. On Gaming Union, have been complaining about the lack of European competitions. Now have nothing to moan about. Yeah, for, we actually secured it first yeah. for Europe, and then I went to I North America, hard. and I was like, "Hey, Europe's gone for it. You guys want to too?" And they're like, "Yeah, totally, yo." I fought hard to get this, yeah. so and yeah. it, it's going to be very yeah, worth. I, it. I can't wait to tell the story of how we secured both continents because that like made my TGS okay. <laughs> it did it was it was fun exciting. it was a fun evening especially at the end Jeez, oh, that was crazy yeah yeah i have so many tecmo and coic business Drunk cards tecmo now. employees doing air guitar funny yeah it'll probably be on destructo and all that yeah that was absolutely crazy i i got to meet the uh team leader of team ninja and got we got a group shot with him me daryl him and uh the director of international stuff at tecmo dreams coming true Anyway, that's that's. And we had a good chat with the localization director Vakoi. Oh yeah, man. <laughs> the anyway, awesome. we're, we're getting far off top. If you're listening, JC, topic. you're the man. Yeah, you are the man. So is the rest of the Tecmocoy team, especially um, Tanny, <laughs> <laughs> and that beatboxer. Man, that was crazy. Anyway, way off topic. The F- this is the FXN Final Fantasy podcast production of Gaming Union. We come out bi-weekly. Daryl, you want to say goodbye? That's great enthusiasm there, Kyle. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm just repeating myself now. <laughs> to- being in Japan has been awesome. People who look forward to going, yeah, it's pretty fun here. Okay, yeah. Well, um, I'll probably see you again for the Decidia podcast. If not, you know, check out the Gaming Union podcast. 
Yeah, be coming out pretty soon as well. And we also have the uh, Kingdom Hearts Union podcast interview with the voice actor of Axel from Kingdom Hearts. Also, Raiden from Metal Gear Solid. And and Reno from Final Fantasy. He's going to be on Kingdom Hearts Union. His name is Quentin Flynn. A lot of you probably know him. I'm sure all of you have heard him before as he's Reno, Raiden, and Axel. And he's like the smoothest guy. But um, he's going to be on the show. I've already talked to him. We're going to set that up for uh, recording I am, this I'm coming really, week. Oh, yeah. And, and you, if you want to ask any questions, you can go to the Gaming Union forums. We've got a thread set up in the podcast section. Yeah, just join the forums, make a member thing, and then you can ask questions. It only takes two seconds, a couple yeah. seconds. And as shown with the interview with Richard Epcot, we do actually ask your questions. Yeah, and this time we're going to say who asked them <laughs> instead of skipping that part. <laughs> so you might get your name shouted out with, to Quentin Flynn. The voice of Axel. And Reno. Yeah. So would you like to say goodbye? Goodbye. Thanks everybody for listening. I'm Kyle saying goodbye from Japan, Tokyo, Tokyo, Japan. And this has been a Gaming Union production.